Hey, I'm excited to have Brian on here because we've we've actually had some great conversation, a lot of conversation that we just had where I had everything muted. Um, so anyway, just get that out of the way right now. So we're going to try to redo some of the stuff that we uh, missed, um, and we'll get started right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right. Well, hey, I'm excited to have Brian back for part two. And um, and seriously, we just had a probably what I think we had about uh, 10, 10 to 15 minutes that we just talked and we yeah. had some great conversation that is out there in the spirit realm somewhere. But it definitely wasn't recorded here. <laughs> so anyway, Brian, where we left off in part one and uh, we actually already covered this, but I want to cover it again to make sure everybody gets to hear. Uh, you had shared about Creatos, and and I was asking you to go ahead and you know share a little bit more, kind of put it in order for us to uh, understand what this Creatos is and, and what you were talking about at the end of part one. And by the way, if you haven't seen part one, definitely need to go back and look at that because we, we talked about uh, creation and, and con- connecting with the earth, talked about connecting with plants and animals and, and just some stories there that were really incredible. But uh, yeah, go back and watch that one if you haven't watched it already. So Brian, pick up where we were, where we kind of left off in part one with Kratos. Yeah, Kratos was the Greek personification of might, and we see this word used um, multiple times in the New Testament, which is really interesting. And Kratos had three siblings. There was Nike, Bia, and Zealous, which is victory, force, and zeal. And the one one of the instances is used is the the road to Emmaus. And you've got these disciples that only one of them is named and they're disillusioned. It's the third day. Jesus is, is dead. And they're like, man, we thought this was going to work out. And they're trying to figure everything out in their process. And Jesus, of course, shows up in the middle of their process, which is what he does, by the way. No matter if you're disillusioned or disappointed, it doesn't intimidate him. He just shows up. And something happens on verse 16. It says, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And the word used there is Kratos, that the way they weren't able to recognize Jesus is because of the realm of might that came into the picture. And think about this. They're disillusioned. They're disappointed. They're not sure what the future is going to hold. Like everything they were dreaming was going to happen is falling apart in their eyes. And now their eyes are prevented from seeing Jesus. But then they come into this realm that carries victory, force, and zeal and so it would seem to be that when kratos shows up which seems to be like a spiritual force connected to the will of god being released that there's always going to be victory force and zeal as a result i like that and and as i mentioned before um <laughs> that i actually thought kratos was you know something negative but you showed that it's it's obviously I, you know again it could probably be used either way as uh, uh for negative or positive but um, it wasn't what I thought it was, and this is actually pretty incredible. And you said that might had um, what'd you call them, brothers or siblings? Siblings. Like Kratos had siblings, yeah. Kratos, Nike, okay. Bia, and Zealous, yeah. Nike, Bia, and Zealous, and that I think you already said it, but Nike was victory, and Bia was force, and Zealous or was zeal, yeah. Yeah. 
That is interesting. You got to remember too, when the author's trying to write, you know, what was going on and like their frame of reference as well, it would be like Kratos. And so yeah. it's, it's not that it's Kratos in the sense of what the Greeks would understand, but it's like that, that reality of might was coming into the picture. I like that. I like it a lot. Well, so then uh, where we went next, and I really want to go there again, <laughs> was, um, you know, we, we've got this whole shifting of ages and, you know, a lot of people look at it in different ways. But um, all of us, well, not all of us again, but, but many people, especially people that I have on this show, have this strong sense that we're stepping over this threshold into something uh, different. And... So I, I was just asking you, you know, what are some of the things that you feel, Father, and the people that you're working closely with, what are some of those things that you see, Father, putting in your, you know, your, 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 uh, what do they call that, the quiver, you know, your, your you know, <laughs> so you have some different tools to pull out. What are some of those things that he's giving to you and your team, your people that you're working closely with? Well, in our muted recording, I said two things, but there's actually three things, but the first one is just the decentralization of the church, that ancient future idea of, you know, when two or three gather, he is with us and powerful things can take place. And, you know, in California, our restrictions have been a little more crazier than other states. And so when the lockdown hit, you know, churches were closed for a longer period than quite a few other states. And a lot of people were posting in their Facebook feeds, like, you know, the government this, the governor that. And I'd written a post and I got a lot of flack about it. I said, what if God's behind this whole thing of the church being locked down like, to help hallelujah. remind us of our role in our cities and in the earth to not be locked up in a building, which is not a bad thing, a building. They can be great tools, but in and of itself, it's not truly what God has had in mind. He wanted us to be salt and leaven, yeah. to be within a system, to influence from within. So... You know, one of the things I had shared as well was, you know, when you talked about the decentralization is also there are a lot of leaders right now that are in this movement um, and they've come from the paradigm where it was uh, expected, you know, so it's not like uh, I don't you know, I don't think anybody took advantage of this, but, you know, where they came from a paradigm where the leader is the one that stands up front and kind of tells everybody else how it is and they've gone to the heavens and they bring it back and share with everybody. But recognizing that as we're moving into this decentralization, that great leadership is going to be seen by those, you know, it's going to be seen, those people who have great leadership are going to be the ones who draw the body together and then draw from the body the, the, the valuable things that Father's already put into them. So it's not going to be, you know, here's the thing, is that you can have someone who, is uh, you know a rock star and they have great awesome downloads they're great at teaching everybody loves to listen to them but the thing is I can guarantee you that you will not get as much from that one person as you could if you took the whole body that came yeah. to see them and sat down and you said all right I want to hear what you guys are thinking I want to hear your questions you know let's start getting these out there and it's like if I were leading it it's not about me answering those questions it's about me drawing the questions out drawing the comments out and allowing everyone to kind of, you know, answer the questions and ask their questions. And so there's a conversation. That's what is going to get us to a greater level of truth and understanding than just having one person come and share their point of view. That's, Absolutely. you know, that's only one, one side of God. We got the whole body here. Let's, let's hear from the body. 
And that's one of the things I see as we're moving into this next age of, you know, that the decentralization is going to cause us to find leaders that are able to draw people out. And we get to hear the whole body and everybody begins to understand how valuable they are in the body. That it's not about just yeah. sitting and listening to somebody anymore. No more talking heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if there are talking heads, hopefully they're talking in such a way to draw other people out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, you talked also about, um, you know, some uh, structure that you guys are kind of working on. And so tell a little bit more about that again. Yeah. So right when COVID hit, there's a group of us that started meeting on Zoom once a week and kind of dreaming about what would it look like to actually build an era and, you know, kind of referencing the Renaissance, which was parallel with the Reformation. And the Renaissance was, you know, for a lot of people, they would think it just kind of randomly, spontaneously happened. And it wasn't, it was specifically planned and funded. The Medici family in Florence gathered artists and said, hey, we want you to paint this, we want you to sculpt this, we want it to look like this, and we'll pay you. We want the streets to look like this. And that was all about man is the measure of all things. And so what would it look like to build an era that where God is the measure of all things? And so technology, architecture, design, you know, business, government, whatever would begin to shape around God is the measure of all things. And the girl who kind of was helping facilitate this, she was engaging with God and says, I feel like the word creativity is so overused. Is there a different term? And the Lord spoke to her, infinitivity. So it's architecting infinity. And this is really about building an era is you're, you're administrating mystery. You're kind of quantifying and densifying things that are, are heavenly, but they begin to take on a structure and a skin. Like by wisdom, a house is built, by understanding it is established. And by knowledge, it's filled with rare and precious treasure. Like wisdom is all about the earth. And it's the how-to, how do we do this? And then with understanding, it's all about the heavens, where heaven's then attracted to that which is being built because it yeah. looks the same. And then it can be filled with knowledge, which is treasure. And when you see that trinity working together, to me, that's Reformation and Renaissance together. I, I love that. I love that. And I love that word, inf infinitivity. Yeah, infinitivity. I, I actually love that. So who, who came up with that so we can give credit because I might want to start using it. <laughs> yeah, Fiorella Giordano. Oh, wow. Say that name one more time. Fiorella Giordano. G-I-O-R or G-I-O. Yeah, R-N-D-A-N-O. Someone has suggested her for the show. Oh, she'd be great. Yeah. I, I will have to... Uh reach out to her. And if you're listening, um, <laughs> reach out to me because <laughs> I get a little busy and inundated sometimes. That That's one of my weak areas is getting uh, new people on the show. And I really want to get some new people on. So yeah, awesome. anyway, I love that word because, you know, the, the word of God is, is, is powerful. I love it. I adore it. But I do think it's a little crazy to think that our infinite God can fit in here. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's just crazy. It's, it's not possible. There is so much more to God than what's in here. This is absolutely the word of God, but there's so much more. And so I love that word infinitivity yeah. that we would understand that it goes on and on and on, that we cannot put <laughs> God in a box or in a book. But the, the beauty and the excitement is to understand that 
it goes on and on and on about him yeah. and the things that he wants to share with us. So infinitivity, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the third thing for me that is really about finance. The Lord's been speaking to me a lot in the last year about finance. And, you know, the parable of the talents, which we all know, they're all given a different amount of money. And one guy buries it, protects the investment, doesn't end very well for him. The one who multiplies it is given governance over 10 cities. And the Lord spoke to me, he goes, the reason the body's not having influence in cities because they don't know how to multiply money. Mm -hmm. And there's a fear of money. There's a misunderstanding of what this is and how to steward it. And, you know, Deuteronomy 818, we've been given power to create wealth. And yeah. if we can begin to learn how to see multiplication for the purpose of the nations being blessed in the kingdom advancing, there could be great influence in cities. Yeah. That, so that actually brings up another topic. Let me check the time. We got time. Um, yeah. Uh, so with the, in the area of finances, we have these scriptures that you just shared that are, that are very, you know, enlightening in terms of that, at least in the ages that we've been in, we really needed to learn and, and know how to steward money. Uh, and money's not a bad thing. <laughs> I just got in... Um, uh, uh, some conversations anyway, because of uh, the way I did the conference. And you, you actually saw my invite letter. I'm very open about money. It's like, to me, Spirit of Mammon has some uh, uh, minions that works for it. Some of those minions are greed on the side of having lots of money. You, don't even yeah. have, you can have greed as a, as a minion and not have lots of money. But the other one is poverty. You know, so it goes both ways. And to me, the spirit of the spirit of mammon is more about you got issues. You know, if there's issues, all of a sudden you'll get triggered when money is talked about. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm just like, I throw it out there. And if someone doesn't like the way I do it, you know, well, let's talk about it. That's fine. You know, I have no problem talking about it. But, um, you know, we've had people even come to us and say, you're charging that much for this or that. I'm like, yeah, that's the value that we have on that. And, and if they turn around and say, <laughs> this may backfire on me, but if they turn around and say, well, I don't have the money and I really, really want to come. If we have the power and authority and it's our conference, we're like, well, there's two prices. There's, there's that one. And then, okay, it's free. Just come. You know, we'll, we'll do that in, in a lot of cases. Now, there also may be situations where it's like, well, what can you do? You know, to, because yeah. we've found that if you don't value something, you really don't. You don't value it and you won't use it. You won't honor it. You won't, um, you know, be blessed by it. So there's, there's a lot of different things there. But anyway, um, so with the finances, I kind of wonder as we are moving into, I also believe one of the things we'll see as we move into this new age, next age, that there's a oneness. There's a level of oneness that's coming that is going to be greater than we've ever experienced before. And this may sound kind of funny, but do you think there's any level of like a Star Trek environment where, you know, everybody kind of has what they need. Money's really not an issue anymore. Um, you know, so there's that side of things versus the scriptures you just shared. I'm just curious what yeah. your thoughts are. I don't think so because of the system of the world, the way it's designed. I mean, our monetary system is fundamentally flawed and evil in the United States. I agree with that. Um, it's purposefully made complex. You know, academics created the language that have no real world experience, by the way. They've never run their own business, yet they're running the monetary supply. And, you know, the U.S. dollar is not money, it's currency. 
And so we've got to understand what is money versus what is currency. And within that, you know, the, the shifting I see really is everything's moving digital, you know, whether that's going to be a cryptocurrency world or something else, but I think cash is going to disappear. It's not the end times. It's just, it's just the reality of, of the way things are going with blockchain technology. And I, I'm actually really, I feel like there's going to be, well, I'll just throw, this is an idea. Like I, I could see a debt jubilee in the midst of what we're facing right now. I could see a reset in the sense of a different type of a currency where we can cancel out old debt, which I think would be amazing if it happened. I don't know if it will, but I think it'd be incredible to see a reset in that way. Yeah, I agree. That that would be amazing. I've heard actually other people talk about that. Uh, and, and, you know, some people really believe in it as a reality and they have a lot of the stuff that they're following that's, you know, kind of indicates that's where things are going. Uh, you know, I'm neither here nor there on it. Um, I hear it. Love the idea. And if it happens, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but otherwise, you know, we're still moving forward and asking Father, how do we deal with some of this stuff? Hey, well, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, I, I want to look at your thoughts on corrupt systems. And you talked about us stepping into some of those and, and how we handle those. So I want to talk about that when we come back. So we'll be Sounds back right good. after this. An ecclesia is family doing kingdom business. When you join an ecclesia with Kingdom Talks Media that is going through the Ultimate Impact series, this is what a typical week might look like. During the week, you'll watch the Ultimate Impact teaching videos based on that week's topic. Each video is about 10 minutes long, followed by a time for you to shift focus into the heavenly realm, allowing Father to guide you into further revelation. Once a week, you'll gather with your Ecclesia group in person or most likely through Zoom conferencing to typically do two things. One, relate with each other as you share insights about that week's topic. And two, shift focus into the heavenly realm as an Ecclesia to practice engaging Father together. Week after week, you and your Ecclesia will gain new perspectives through the teachings, discussions, and your experiences individually and together in the heavenly realms. All right, I'm back with Brian Orm, and we were talking about the financial systems of the world, and uh, I'd ask you a couple questions on those. But I want to switch over to the corrupt systems, because you had mentioned earlier about how you're wanting to teach people to step into these systems um, and not destroy them, but to influence them from the inside. Um, and I know that I've worked with some other people that the goal is actually to bring down some of those systems because they are so corrupt. Um, yeah, and, and obviously, you know, there are, there are systems in place for trafficking young children. You know, we don't want to convert those. Well, I guess you could convert those to something that might be saving them. But uh, just what are, what are your thoughts on, on some of this? I mean, I look at Daniel, of course. This is a guy who's in a, he was in a dark system that was pretty messed up. And, you know, he didn't compromise but he didn't destroy the system either. He was promoted from within. He was beyond all the magicians. He was the smartest guy in the room. He's the one who had the ideas, the solutions. And that's really the key here is if we're gonna in, you know, influence a system, we've got to carry a solution. Like 
a lot of people in these systems, they're going to the occult, they're going to psychics because mm-hmm. no one else is saying anything. And, you know, we need these Daniels. And what we forget about Daniel is he actually learned witchcraft in Babylon. <laughs> like he learned, he learned yeah. all their spells or incantations. It didn't dilute him. It didn't take away his faith. So he knew their system. He understood it. And so I think that's part of it. He's got to know the system that it is. Yeah. And, you know, there's the seven mountain strategy, for example. I'm not a big fan of the language because we're not trying to conquer something. And then it become a multi-level marketing thing where we're at the top and everyone else pays their dues. It's like we're called to be that within a loaf to influence it from within. And that was a Daniel. That was a Joseph. You know, Joseph yeah. stewarded every step of the way. And as a result, he was promoted and promoted and promoted. And then he was the guy who knew what we were supposed to do. And it's like they function in wisdom. If you look at like a Daniel, a Joseph, and a Solomon, like if I could boil each one down into one word, which I know is pretty simple, but they're more than this. But Joseph is like a multiplier. He multiplied stuff. Like every context he was in, I'm going to prophesy over that person. It's going to multiply result. Then you've got Daniel, who's a revelator. Again, he's beyond anyone else. And then you've got Solomon, who's an implementer. He implemented his father's vision, which is probably why he fell, because when he was done, he didn't have any vision for himself. But Hmm. he took his father's vision and he made it happen. And so I try to help people align. Which one of those types of people do you align with? Do you you have a grace on multiplying things? Do you have a grace on revelation? Do you have a grace on implementing things? And then... Once you kind of feel like, oh, I, maybe I'm a multiplier, then, hey, study the life of Joseph. And that's the Holy Spirit to bring revelation about his life for you. I like that. I like that. Um, and, and again, you know, we're just we're talking, having conversation uh, and uh, looking at different viewpoints and so forth. And, and to me, I think that is absolutely 100 percent valid. Um, I, I do want to throw in another idea. And, you know, when I see the the image that is cut without or the rock that is cut without hands in in uh, the book of Daniel, the image that Daniel sees that is standing there representing all the kingdoms of the world. And yet that rock hits it and shatters it, turns it to dust and the wind blows it away to where there's nothing left of those kingdoms. Um, I'm sensing and feeling in my, you know, my heart and my my urgency and, you know, some of the things that we would be sharing and teaching from, you know, Kingdom Equipping Center would be the idea that <clears throat> it's time for us as the ecclesia to be going into the heavens and bringing down the kingdom, kingdom government into the earth, which means a massive, massive transformation of things. Because, um, you know, I, I think probably America, the governmental system without all the corruption is one of the best in the world. But it's not yeah. kingdom, you know. It's not kingdom. So, you know that that's a, a massive take on, if you want to call whatever you want to call it, to 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 believe that we're called to bring kingdom into the earth as the governing governmental element of the kingdom on earth, that we're to bring that in and begin shifting it. Um, anyway, that's that's my heart. That's my thoughts. And and so again. You know, we need to be aware of one another, and I'm sure there's a lot of other concepts and ideas out there, too, that we work together, you know, that we don't, yeah. you know, don't collide in any way. But it's just like, well, you know, let's watch what you're doing and, and help and, and, you know, encourage people that are, you know, taking on that concept. 
let's help those that are you know taking on this concept and uh, just work with one another. And I, I think what we'll see is, you know, Father's going to use all of them in different elements, different ways, different times, different places. And then, you know, eventually whatever he's wanting is going to, you know, come to the top. And uh, I don't think any of us really know what that is just yet or exactly what it looks Absolutely. like. <laughs> We're on a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, you know, you know, I really, again, I, I love what you're doing, Brian. And, and I, as I said before, and I don't remember if it was recorded or not, because I can't remember which one we did, but <laughs> <laughs> I just have really felt a heart connection to you because it just, um, you, you carry such a, a humble spirit and just, uh, you know, you're one of the people that I love and I enjoy just having conversation with because we can Take talk about man. things and not have to worry about, you know, trying to win an argument, but just uh, sharing. <laughs> and I, and I, again, I believe that's the way we're going to come to find out what Father's really doing is when we find out what Father's doing in you, what he's doing in me and everyone else. And, and that's a yeah. puzzle that comes together for a beautiful picture. Absolutely, yeah. man. Well, we got about uh, four or five more minutes. Anything else you want to bring out before we wrap it up? I mean, I just probably just an encouragement to everyone that's watching this of just the season that we're in. Like there's such an opportunity in front of us for amazing, incredible things. I mean, when you look at the the past, you know, Isaac Newton discovered gravity in the midst of a, of a, of a lockdown, essentially. And there's so much that can begin to be begin to, to take place that if we would recognize what's trending in heaven rather than what's trending in our social media feeds, <laughs> we would begin to really tap into yeah. some amazing solutions. I think we're going to enter an age where there are going to be unbelievable solutions released into the earth. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. And it's, it's yeah. exciting times. Um, you know, oh, man. Absolutely. We can look around and, and feel like, you know, this is this sucks. I'm locked in. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> i got to wear a mask all the time. Or we can look at the fact that, man, something's happening. And I guarantee you, Father's not wondering what he's supposed to do with it. <laughs> yeah. He's doing something. And... I, I want to be on the side of listening and watching for what he's doing because it's pretty massive, whatever it is that's going on. And um, I'm excited be about incredible. it. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian, appreciate you so much and just really honor you. you too, man. Um, what time is it? Uh, do you have do you have times for One. like five minutes for a behind the scenes? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Um, hey, everyone, thank you so much for watching. And if you didn't see part one, make sure you go check that one out. And if you want to see the behind the scenes, uh, go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and go to the partnership uh, easy button. And you'll find a place there for behind the scenes. And you can become a partner there and get the behind the scenes section for all the shows. And we thank you for watching. Blessings. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, 
go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.